Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for our lives. I'm your host, Kyle Norman. And after a short word from our sponsor, we will dive into today's Bible verse. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. We all struggle in our faith from time to time. Psalm 23 speaks of the valley of darkness, and ancient writers often referred to the dark night of the soul. Life zigs when we want it to zag, and despite our best efforts, we sometimes struggle in our faith. But just because we feel spiritually discouraged at times doesn't mean that God has abandoned us or that we are failing in our life with God. If you need to be encouraged in your spiritual walk, I invite you to join me at www.revkylenorman.ca. Be reminded of the grace, hope, and love that we have in Christ Jesus. What's your reason for hope? Written and read by Kyle Norman. Always be prepared to give a reason for the hope that you have within you. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15. The other weekend, I was visiting some friends in a town I had not been to before. During the visit, I asked my friend, where might I go for a coffee while I did some work? Would I just go to Tim Hortons along the highway, I asked. Absolutely not, my friend responded. You will go to the Chartreuse Moose. She was quite firm in her opinion. 
Well, I took my friend's advice and went down to the coffee shop. And of course, she was right. The chartreuse mousse was the perfect place to get some work done. Not only did it serve a great cappuccino, but it also boasted a quiet and pleasant atmosphere. It was off the main highway, tucked in behind a thrift store and a laundromat, so there wasn't any noise from highway traffic. There was a steady stream of customers, but it wasn't overly packed. It was the place the locals frequented, and I never would have found it outside my friend's recommendation. We do this often, don't we? We share and we recommend. We all have places we like to eat or frequent. We all have television shows we watch regularly. And if someone was to ask us to be prepared to give a reason for our favorite coffee shop, well, many of us could respond without hesitation. It's natural to recognize, to share, and to recommend that which impacts our lives. Why not approach the hope we have in Jesus in a similar fashion? Peter writes that we are always to be ready to give a reason for the hope that you have within you. This verse presupposes that there is a reason for the hope we have. And there is. The reason is Jesus. Jesus makes a difference in our lives. The assurance of his love and forgiveness gives us the confidence to face all that the world throws at us. Of course, speaking of the hope we have is easy to say when everything is going well. When life is sunny and blissful and everything is going our way, it's easy to be filled with hope. Hope becomes much harder when we find ourselves in times of hardship or difficulty. But such times are precisely when hope is most needed. When Peter wrote these words, he was writing to believers who were experiencing struggles and persecutions. They were, quote, suffering for doing good and, quote, being maligned for their good behavior in Christ. In other words, the world pressed hard against them. But Peter reminded them, and he reminds us, that despite the hardship and struggles, hope remains. Hope remains because Jesus is faithful. He has promised never to leave or forsake us. Thus, the hope we have in him becomes a beacon of light that pushes against the hardships of this world, reminding us of the grace that unfolds us. See, hope isn't just some optimistic state of mind where we wish for something positive. Hope isn't naive escapism or pie-in-the-sky fantasy. Biblical hope is the confident expectation that Jesus is present and working. Peter's exhortation isn't just to feast on hope in the times of difficulty. This encouraging word is not solely for our own meditation. No, he tells us to share our hope, to articulate the reason for the hope that sustains us. Our experience of hope is never solely for ourselves. Hope is not a privatized possession designed for our personal enjoyment. Our witness can produce hope in someone else's life. Our expression of the hope we have helps others see the reality of God in their lives. After all, if hope is life-giving for us, could it not be for someone else? Sometimes this verse is translated as always be ready to give a defense 
for the hope we have, or always be ready to give an apology for the hope we have. And so we think that our expression of hope must articulate theological concepts or philosophical ideals. We feel that we have to prove why gospel hope is logical or rational or satisfactory. But this isn't what Peter means. Peter simply calls us to bear our own story, to express what the Lord has done in our life and how the Lord continues to sustain us. What are your reasons for hope? If someone today were to ask you why you are so hope-filled in your life, what might you say? Where have you seen the presence of the Spirit working in you? How has Christ sustained you, upheld you, redeemed you in times of difficulty and struggle? These are the stories that illustrate the power of the Spirit in human life. The world around us needs hope. But more than this, there are people in each of our lives who need an expression of hope. We all know people who are struggling under a diagnosis or a job loss or some type of anxiety. We all know people who could benefit from the Lord of all hopefulness coming into their life. In a world that can often go so wrong in an instant, we are to embody the audacious truth that hope overcomes despair. Forgiveness heals guilt and love dismantles all forms of hate. So how will you articulate, embody, and share the living hope with you? How will you speak words of hope into someone else's life? Because hope changes lives. And in doing so, it can change the world. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. What happens when a writer and former history teacher goes toe-to-toe with his best friend, a nationally touring stand-up comedian? Total carnage, that's what. Two men enter, and two men leave, because that's how it works. <laughs> Actually, you get hilarious, real, and insightful conversations about life, history, culture, faith, and everything in between. Join me, comedian Johnny W., and my pal, author and speaker John Driver, for Talk About That at LifeAudio.com or wherever you get your podcasts.